Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Getting off. T- yeah, um, I haven't seen Ted Lasso yet, but I was told to watch it. Uh, so, yeah, I think, you know. Coaching from a, a mental aspect is very important. I think that's, you know, one of the key sort of pillars of the game is is that mental side of things. And for me, it's usually a, a from a positive aspect. I, you know, I asked certain things from them at halftime and they came out and delivered in the second half. And so um, I wanted it, you know, post game to uh, encourage them and, and remind them to, you know, with me to not be afraid to fail going for greatness to to um, to be themselves and to to push for the game and play to win and and all the other things that whatever I said in the moment were for the moment. So but I think it's important. I think players have to feel comfortable when they're on the field to express themselves and their personalities and to play. And I think that's when you get the most out of players and when they enjoy playing the game is when they're at their best. And so uh, trying to create an environment that that uh, encourages that is important from for what we do. I think that's um, becoming more and more evident in the game and and uh, from coaches around the world. So I mean, I'm just that's just how I kind of go about things. Uh, as far as Javier, I think getting off to a goal two goal start in the first game is is great for him. I think you know he's put a lot of pressure on himself, and a lot of people have you know, uh, talked about that over the last year, some, some of his struggles and the things that everybody wants to talk about, but, um, getting off to a two goal start, I think allows him to, again, just kind of relax. He's not pushing for enforcing it to try to find that first goal that came for him in the first day, uh, just fitting in with what our team is trying to do and the structure of the group is he's going to get his chances and the goals are going to come and, and just being able to kind of relax and trust that process and let it happen is, um, it's easier now that he's got those couple goals under under his belt, and so uh, I'm sure there's there's some relief with that uh, for him. And uh, he's a fantastic player, and these things are gonna they're gonna keep going into the back of the net if he just keeps being himself and keeps doing what he does. And so uh, I'm happy for him. And uh, this week he's come out, and today it's the same mentality to to battle and compete and fight and to do all the things that have helped him to get the first two goals to to get more goals hopefully this weekend and throughout the season. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. Nikki, go ahead. Hey, Coach. Congratulations. Um, first off, uh, on Ethan and what he added to your attack in that sense of um, dimensionality and able to stretch what you guys were doing, do you anticipate Kevin Cabral adding the same sort of, of verticality to that offense? Is that the effect you anticipate him having? Yeah, very much. I mean, I think, you know, Ethan is a little bit more of a forward uh, who sometimes we use wide. Uh, Kevin's a wide player who can kind of play forward too, but but most importantly, as you said, is the characteristics of the player. It's it's the players who are playing for the space that's out in front of them or behind the back line and are trying to constantly threaten um, the depth, is what we call it, but and and creating opportunities behind the opposition's back line. And so, 
he'll provide that. Ethan provides that. We'll, you know, I think as Sam Granzier, as he continues to get fit, he'll continue to add some more of that. I think we need to find that right balance in our group between guys who want to stretch the field and stretch the game and play vertical and, and those who want to find the ball between the lines. And, and so we have a, a, a fair amount of guys who like the ball between lines. And then we got to find the balance now between going, you know, getting into the depth and threatening the, the space behind the back line. And one more, you've had a series of firsts here from your introduction to your first game as head coach to now you're kind of looking at your first game as head coach in front of fans, the Galaxy fans that you've played for. Um, what kind of emotions have you been feeling this week coming off the win and what are you looking forward to the most on Sunday? Uh, emotions, it's uh, as soon as one game ends, I'm immediately on to thinking about the next game. Um, in terms of preparing the team and, and the Red Bulls are always this kind of this special sort of uh, style of play that you deal with that's maybe a little different than others. So trying to prepare our group for last week was a relatively slow game in the hot, humid uh, environment of, of Miami. And this game, though, it might be warm. The Red Bulls play a very different different style than Miami. So it's for me, it's immediately just shifting my mindset to try to get the guys prepared for the match, uh, you know, with four or five days to do so. Um, and then the second part is I'm just I'm excited to be in this stadium with our home fans and and supporting our group, because I know just from our guys, they're going to be excited. They'll take that emotion. I'm sure that will be translated onto the field in terms of how they play and what they put into the game. It's always nice to have your crowd behind you. So I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm excited again to to be back in the stadium and, and wearing the Galaxy crest and playing in front of coaching and our guys playing in front of the fans. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. But the first thing is the training sessions leading up to the game to prepare for this thing. So, so that we're ready to go. Thanks. Mickey. We'll go next to Larry Morgan with corner of the galaxy. Larry, go ahead. Hi coach. Thanks for speaking with us uh, this afternoon. As always, um, I have two, two questions. The first one is about Victor. Um, you know, this is the first regular season game in MLS. He started in quite some time, but did he look like the same Victor Vasquez you had in Toronto and two, what kind of impact do you think O'Neill Fisher can have on this team? Yeah. I mean, the first uh, on Victor, I think he looks uh, like the same Victor. I mean, he's it, the thing about Victor is he plays the game in his mind and in his head before anybody else on the field is, is figuring out what's going on is the capacity to, just manipulate and find little spaces on the field so that when he receives the ball, he can face forward and no solutions and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that's irrelevant to his legs or anything else. He's just, he's just playing the game at a different level in terms of in his head and speed wise in his mind than everybody else in terms of that. So it's nice to see that back there again, I think in terms of sharpness and all those things that all of the guys in the league across, not just our team, everyone's going to continue to get sharper in terms of uh, execution and connections with their teammates, things like that. It's the first game of the year. So, and he, and he's only been in training for a couple of weeks, three, two, three weeks. So all of that's going to continue to come, but again, just, you know, his, his ability to organize the game and find space and be able to put himself in places to, uh, to see passes that most guys don't see is, is, you, you know, is special to him. And, and I saw that again the other night, um, obviously, it counted for one of the goals. And, and there was a couple of times where I thought some passes might've been there and he played them. We just need to be able to do more with them as we go. Uh, as far, as far as O'Neill, he's, he's, uh, he's just a veteran of this league who uh, he knows and understands what playing in MLS is about. He's a veteran kind of savvy defender. 
He's two-footed, so he can play on the left. He can play on the right. He can he'll control the ball with his left, right. So there's something there that's efficient about what he does. But I think that this, you know, the the best quality he has for us, he's a great personality in our team and in our locker room, and he's confident and he just knows the league. And and you need just some experienced guys who've played a lot of games in this league so that they, you know, they can play roles for you throughout the course of the season. And and he'll do so for us as well. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, Larry. We'll go next to Tom Bogert with MLS. Tom, go ahead. Hey, Greg, thanks for taking the time. Um, two questions. I'll go first. I mean, you touched on it a little bit about the differences between Miami and the Red Bulls so and, and the preparation you guys are doing. But how do you think that your team is going to handle, you know, a completely different game, a completely different pace than what you played against Miami? Yeah, there, there's some there's some things that uh, about it that I think will suit us. Uh, I think we're a team that likes to get the ball moving faster. And sometimes when teams through their press, make us play faster. I think that that uh, suits us, um, I think. Um, but on the same time, I, I think it's going to be faster and a more intense game than probably we've seen um, in the last few games because we played those games in Arizona mid-afternoon. They were hot. They didn't have super high intensity. So that, that's something that we have to to really value is is the time on the field because that's, that's what they try to do. They try to take away your time. They try to put you under pressure quickly and – We've really got to, to be attentive to being in the right spaces at the right time so that we have solutions when the press comes. We've got to make sure that we take care of the ball in front of our goal in our half of the field because they want to use the transitions as a big part of how they attack. So there's there's things about, you know, uh, there's things in there that I think can suit us. There's also some things in there that I think we just need to be attentive to because it's it's early in the season and, and we just have to be we have to be sharp understanding that at times pressure is going to come faster uh, and more aggressive than it did last week, for example. Um, and, and real quick, and I'm sorry if you touched on this before I was a minute or two late, but uh, is there any updated timeline for Kevin Cabral? Um, you know, the timeline that roughly that I have is should be arriving at the beginning of next week. I don't know if that yet is Sunday, Monday or Tuesday. Um, so uh, he has an appointment to get the visa stuff done and hopefully we can get him turned around and get him here. And then from there, we'll see where he's at. And uh, obviously I have to go through quarantine process for whatever, you know, whatever that looks like. Um, and then we'll have him ready to go when, when, um, when he's physically ready and, and when we get through all the hoops that we've got to get through, you know, that, that are out there at this point. Thank you. So I think we have time for one more. I'm going to go to Damien Calhoun with Daily News Group. Damien, go ahead. Hey, Greg, how you doing? Good, Damien. How are you? Good. Uh, somebody changed the time on me, so I'm a little bit late. Uh, uh, I just... showed up early. You weren't late. I was early. So. <laughs> All right. Sorry if it's been asked already, but um, Adam Saldana um, got his first start there. What did you see out of his performance? Um as you know, 19-year-old kid throwing him out there in his first game. How'd you see he sort of handled handled the day there for you guys? Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was a it was a great first game for Adam. I mean, he he played against uh, two World Cup veterans, I think, and a player from Brazil, Gregory or Gregoire. I'm not sure exactly how you pronounce it. Who was a savvy veteran player? So here's a 19-year-old kid whose first game in the league is against. A World Cup winner, uh, you know, a Mexican international and a Brazilian guy, a Brazilian player who has played a number of games in the Brazilian First League. So what a what a great test for him. You know, I thought he had some very good moments where he's on the ball and he shows his composure and his capacity to find different passes and his range of passing. Uh, I think there are some moments where, again, I think in general, just 
the speed of the game it needs to change pace a little bit more for him going from nice and calm and composed to accelerating a little bit more and, and giving his time to the players ahead of them uh, so that they have a tougher job to create goals and score goals. So it's again, just kind of changing speeds at the right time in the right moments. And, and, uh, and then defensively, I thought he did a solid job um, getting tighter to people and being a little more physical and in the right moments as a defensive midfielder is something he'll continue to grow into as he, continues to play so again I thought it was um he was solid he fits in it's just going to be now learning and uh and increasing sometimes that changes speed and sometimes just on the defensive side he has a good feel for things defensively uh but it's just when things are happening fast on the field making sure he's in the right spots at the right time so when things you know transition or take place he's ready to to impose himself on the situation so um, he's a fantastic young player and, and it was a great learning experience for him and it's tough conditions too. So, um, all things in that, uh, I'm very happy with him and he's had a great preseason. So, uh, we're looking forward to what he's going to continue to add to our group for the rest of the year. And one quick follow-up, when you have so many te teenagers on the roster, how do you sort of balance, um, keeping them focused, keeping their, you guys keep their confidence up? I mean, you know, minutes might be tough to come by for some of these guys going forward here. How do you sort of, you know, keep your confidence up and keep them uh, focused and motivated um, doing training and everything. Yeah. I mean, I think keeping them as as involved as we possibly can through this, giving them opportunities, uh, letting them know that, you know, when they perform well or do well, there's opportunities that are going to come from that so that they're rewarded for, for what they're bringing to the, to the equation. Uh, a lot of these young guys are, they're talented. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, keeping the environment one in which they're learning and improving and they can feel that, but two, where they're rewarded with opportunities to get out on the field and show what they're capable of doing. So, you know, there's a few guys who got that this week and, and Saldana and, and uh, Cam got out there. Uh, Efra is a guy who we're going to use a lot during the course of the year and, and others whose names I, I haven't brought up in the moment, but there's, there's plenty of kids. Johnny Perez is another one that are, they're going to play a role. They, they did a nice job in preseason and I have confidence in them. So, when the situation presents itself and it's right for them, they'll, they're going to get their opportunities. Awesome. That's all we have for uh, you today, Greg. We appreciate you taking the time. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll have LA Galaxy midfielder Victor Vasquez joining us uh, here momentarily. We'll start first uh, with a question from Giovanni Garcia in English. We'll take a couple in English before moving into a couple questions in Spanish. We'll have about 10 minutes with Victor as well. Hey, we have LA Galaxy midfielder Victor Vasquez joining us today. Victor, thanks for taking the time. We'll go first to a question from Giovanni Garcia. Gio, go ahead. Hey, Victor, how you doing? Hey, good, thank you. How are you? Obviously, it was a it was a great win by you guys this past weekend. Um, it looked like you looked a lot more comfortable there in the midfield with, with your teammates, and it looked like you and Chicharito got, uh, were able to connect more. How, how are you feeling with the team and the system and the guys you're playing alongside with? Yeah, with the system, I'm I'm used to play for for Greg, and I'm used to play this kind of system because all my career, I play like four three three or three four three. Uh, all the teams that I have uh, played, also we we try to control always the game to have as much as ball possession as we as we can, and it, and I think we show a lot of uh, a lot of good things uh, the last the last weekend. Of course, the most important is to win the game, but. Uh, I think the second half we we made 
uh, good uh, good stuff, good things. Also with the subs that uh, Greg uh, did, I think the, uh, they were the right players to come in because we were feeling that uh, we were having much more the ball, but we had to create more chances. And finally, we we scored three goals and. So happy, so happy for the team, so happy for Chicha because he deserved that and now move on and try to, to do the same against Red Bull on Sunday. Thanks. We'll go next to a question from Kevin Baxter. Kevin, go ahead. Thanks, Chris. Hey, Victor, thanks for your time. Congratulations on your first game at the Galaxy. Thank you. Thank you, man. Um, just sort of the same question I asked Greg. You've played a long time, played around the world. Um, and, you know, Chicharito has been very open lately about the mental approach to the game and how he struggled mentally and it carried over onto the field and now he feels better mentally. I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about how has that changed, if it has, in your career and in different countries? Is the mental approach now? It used to be people thought if you talked about mental approach, you were weak, you weren't strong. Now it seems like people take that seriously. How do you feel about that and how has it changed? Yeah, I think most of the players we 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 have this in our career. We have uh, better times. We have uh, tough times, like Chicha was having the last year. I had it also in Qatar because I didn't feel like uh, so good playing playing in there because it's not the same way as we, as I was playing in Toronto or I I was playing in Bruges or in Barcelona. I think all of us we we have these kind of moments, and I think it's uh, hard. Uh, Hard to explain because when you are not mentally prepared, also you get injuries. Um, maybe the, the the mentality of of the people around you, or whatever whatever is going on, sometimes is is hard. And I think Chicharito now feels like really good. I think Greg also talking with him. I know Greg very well, and and I know that Greg want uh, to have him as hundred percent and as good as possible. And we saw it. We saw it on the pitch the last weekend. Chicharito was. Our best player on the pitch, he scored goals. That uh, is really important for us, really important for him. Like I said, uh, he re really deserves this this game. And now keep working the same because we have a lot of uh, good things uh, to come. For sure, we're going to have fun, like I always say, because with Greg and with uh, that we have with the people around, we're going to have a lot of fun and we have to 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 be prepared again for Sunday because uh, Miami it's already in the past and now we have to go for for Red Bull. But is it is it good is it a good thing that players feel able to talk about the mental part because when you started playing people didn't talk about that and now now they talk about the mental part as if it's you know an injury or fitness or it's just part of the game. Yeah, of course, it's part of the game, part of the life. I think all of us we have problems also outside from our our job. And I think it's really important the mental part. Of course, during the game, during the season, we're gonna have a really hard moments because all is not uh, as easy as as we think. Of course, now getting a winning in Miami, you feel more conf confidence, more prepared, uh, like uh, more happy even. Uh, but it's gonna come a really hard moments. We have to be prepared for that. We have a lot of guys also in the staff, like Mike. Uh, that he's do, doing this job, and I think uh, we are prepared. That's the most important. And I think also the most important is the atmosphere we have right now in the group. We have a very healthy atmosphere, and that's really important for, for our club. Thank you very much. Good luck. Thank you. We'll go next to uh, Nikki Kate. Nikki, go ahead. Hey, Victor, congratulations on the win. Um, 
question for you. You've won with coach before, so it's easy for you to believe in his system, but in the clubhouse, how much does a win like that uh, in Miami kind of reinforce the buy-in on what he's trying to instill there with your guys' culture? Yeah, for sure it's a big step uh, for the players, for the club, also for Greg and his staff. It's very important uh, to, to get a win away in the first game of the season and also with a lot of new players that uh, we are not used to play together and we have to know each other better. I think uh, it was a great game. Like I said, we have the ball possession as I think like 66 or 67% is crazy. It's so, so, so good for us. It's our identity. We have to, to do it like this in, uh, on every game. And now build it. Uh, I think by game by game, try to build this identity, try to be more confident, try to play better, try to score more goals, to concede less goals. We know that we concede uh, two goals, but it was a bit tough because one, I think it was in uh, offside uh, position from Iwain and the other one, it was a PK. Then I think we were working so hard also in the, in the defense way. Our centre-backs, uh, Dan and Nick, were so so good and we have to to be proud what we did in miami gonna go next to one more question in english before moving into spanish larry morgan go ahead hi victor thanks for your time um you know it's been more than two years since you played a regular season game in this league uh what what did you miss about mls what are some of the things that you missed about this league in your time away I think I, I miss all because when I moved to Qatar, I thought it was it's going to be more or less like MLS. But uh, when I arrived there and I start to know the, the league, the players all around Qatar, I, I really miss uh, my time in MLS. And of course, with Toronto, I was so, so happy in Toronto. I had everything the first year when I came from Mexico, we won the treble. I think it was an unbelievable, unbelievable season for us. The second season in Toronto, it was not that good also because when you win everything is difficult to get again uh, everything to win a treble is not easy but yeah i miss many things here I, I love to play here i think the the mls is growing a lot uh, it's really competitive all the teams they have a really good players really good mentality the facilities that every club uh, has is also amazing and the culture i think like I said, it's growing so, so much MLS and the people really don't know. They think that we are coming here to retire and this is not true. All right, we'll move into questions in Spanish. We'll start first with Katia Castarena with ESPN Deportes. Katia, go ahead. Thanks, Chris. Victor, gusto saludarte. Hablabas ahorita del tema de que hay un gran ambiente en el grupo y lo veía después de la victoria los abrazos que hubo entre ustedes, cómo se felicitaron, fuiste allí también a felicitar a Chicharito y, y han empezado a usar esas palabras de, de unión, de familia dentro del grupo. ¿Qué ha hecho tan especial en, en este corto tiempo el que se esté formando este grupo y qué tan importante es para las aspiraciones? Bueno, eh, Katia, yo creo que sobre todo el respeto, el respeto que nos tenemos entre, entre nosotros, tanto el staff, lo que representa para los jugadores, el club también, lo que está haciendo por todos nosotros. Sabemos que el club viene de unas épocas bastante complicadas, donde los resultados no son los esperados. Entonces, yo creo que ahora estamos apostando por una identidad y por un estilo de juego totalmente diferente a lo que venían diciendo los Galaxy las últimas temporadas. Y sobre todo, lo que te digo, eh, el staff técnico, la, la libertad que nos da a la hora de estar dentro del campo, de que los entrenamientos siempre sean pues, alegres, con motivación, que la gente, pues si hay momentos de de risas y de pasárselo bien pues que también haya momentos, se puede trabajar 
duro, pero estando riéndose y estando feliz. No hace falta estar siempre serio cuando estás trabajando. Yo creo que tenemos eh, uno de los trabajos más maravillosos que hay en el mundo, que es ser futbolista y, y vivir de lo que te gusta. Y eso es lo que está llevando a que haya esa unión y que consideremos ya esto después de solo... Yo llevo aquí solo dos semanas y considere ya a mi familia. Thanks. We'll move uh, next to a question from Rodrigo Serrano. Rodrigo, go ahead. Hola, Víctor. ¿Cómo está? Buenas tardes. Hola, buenas tardes. Eh, tú has estado en varios equipos, en varios países, eh, y mi pregunta es, ¿cuál es tu opinión de la, de la Superliga que se creó en, en el domingo y que tuvo mucha repercusión a nivel mundial? Bueno, la verdad, eh, no me gusta mucho opinar de estas cosas. Yo soy bastante introvertido para estas cosas y bastante eh, reservado. Pero bueno, eh, si tengo que opinar, me parece bastante mal. Me parece una falta de respeto para, para los demás equipos, para los demás clubes. Está claro que no depende de los jugadores, no depende de, de ellos, pero si el club decide, los clubes deciden crearla, pues van a tener que jugarla. Yo creo que, que lo que están haciendo no es bueno para el fútbol. Puede ser bueno para 12 equipos, pero para los demás equipos yo creo que es una falta de respeto. Lo considero así. Gracias. Thanks, guys. I think we're going to have to wrap it here with Victor today. Victor, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll, we'll see you soon. Okay, see you soon. Gracias. We have uh, LA Galaxy defender O'Neill Fisher joining us momentarily. We just have a team meeting beginning right at 1 p.m., so I'm trying to rush through this. I apologize that I wasn't able to get to everyone's questions. Um, we'll have O'Neill here hopping in the chair uh, momentarily. <clears throat> If you would like to ask a question to O'Neill, keep your hand raised. Uh, if you would not, feel free to unraise your hand uh, and, and let me know in the chat. Hey, O'Neill, thanks for joining us. We'll go ahead and jump straight into questions. We'll start first with Kevin Baxter from the LA Times. Kevin, go ahead. Actually, Chris, I didn't, I, Chris, I didn't have a question, but I do want to tell O'Neill that's a great, a great hoodie. I love that. Like it. It's my uh, logo. <laughs> Please give my time to someone who hasn't asked a question yet. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> uh, let's go to Damien Calhoun. Damien, go ahead. Hey, O'Neill, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Um, just want to get your thoughts on your, your early days here um, with the Galaxy. Um, I know you were you were down with an injury there for a while. Um, and how did you feel, you know, going through your injury and then getting out there uh, uh, Sunday for the first game? I mean, it was a working process. Um, had a conversation with the coaches there in preseason when I got the, the little knock and then um, we kind of figured out um, what was best for me and um, also what was best for the team at that time. And, and, and it was best for me to um, just kind of go ahead and, and take the time to, you know, get myself right before the season starts. So um, I'm not having any lingering injuries going on throughout the season. And um, I think uh, for preparation for the first game, I mean, I only played in five months, probably the 35 minutes of the last preseason game. 
that was it before the the first game against Miami. But I mean, mentally, for me, I, I mean, I knew I had to play 90 minutes, so I prepared myself mentally to to kind of get through. And what is it? I mean, your your first time putting on a Galaxy jersey, um, but seeing all the seeing the, how the guys sort of reacted to the win, um, you get a sense of how big it was, and you know uh, how important it was for the guys to start off with a with a win. Yeah, I mean, I think um, the guys know um, what, what the goal is for this year, and, and our main focus is is just to um, be together as a group and, and and be there for each other, you know, play for each other. And um, fight every every minute, every second for each other, and and I think we showed that um, last game um, showed the characteristics of each and every one of, of the players, and, and we have a good group here, you know. Um, I think all guys are, are pretty bought into to whatever the coaches want and whatever the organization is going for. So I think you will see more um, moving forward. Alright, We'll go next to Nikki K. Nikki, go ahead. Hi, O'Neill. Congratulations and welcome to the Galaxy. Um, question for you. I know it's been a quick a quick turnaround here, but what's what's your impressions of the overall chemistry on the defense right now? And also working alongside Jonathan Bond, he's had a strong preseason and strong debut in game one. So what what do you like playing along uh, alongside him? I mean, I think we, we, we've been solid so far. Um, obviously, there's still stuff we could work on, um, but thus far, we've we've been doing good. Uh, um, doing what we've we've asked, and uh, I think as the season goes on, we'll we'll gel more together as as a group, as a defensive um, group as well. And then um, I, I think Bond's been good um, for the most part. Uh, he's been fantastic. He's made a lot of great saves um, that kept us in games throughout preseason, as you as you saw in the in the last game as well. So, I mean, I think defensively we'll we'll get there. Um, as as I said, it's time. I think. Awesome. We'll go next to a question from Larry Morgan before finishing out with one from Chris Maldonado. Larry, go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Um, thanks for your time, O'Neill. Can you talk about the process of you joining the Galaxy? Was it a long, evolved one? Did it happen quickly? Um, you know, why? Why the Galaxy? It was a long process. Uh, I think uh, the process started in December, around mid-December. Uh, it didn't got done. The deal got done around February, uh, around February 2nd, around around there. But um, it's a long story. Uh, <laughs> so it started with basically uh, the agent that I was, I was with, um, and then I ended up change an agent and uh, agency and then um we figured out a deal and and, and and got stuff sorted out but um it was a long process back and forth with 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 the galaxy and i and then uh we came to 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 uh you know agreement that you know i always wanted to play for the galaxy so you know that kind of made it even easier for me to just get to go ahead but it was definitely a long process and i mean I'm grateful for the opportunity and, and, and it's just, you know, it's just another one to, to you know, showcase my talent and, and what I could do. Thank you. Awesome, I think we have time for one more quick one from Chris Maldonado. Chris, go ahead. Hi, Neil. first of all, congratulations on that win on Sunday. You had a good showing. 
O'Neill, you, you you've you've been in the you've been in the league for a very long time. You are an experienced right back. You played for some very big clubs, Seattle Sounders and DC United, and of course now with the LA Galaxy. That's a lot of experience to bring to that right back position. How do you think you can help Julian Araujo, who's a young prospect, better himself as a professional? I think uh, for Julian, I mean, he's already had the tools, you know. I mean, his main thing is just, I think, for from from what I would, my tips and, and what I would say is just, I mean, taking care of himself and, and you know, trying to get better each day, you know. Um, spend time learning the game, and we all we all have you know, um, or or disadvantages and, and advantages in in different ways, and we all have good attributes and you know, and and some we we don't have some stuff. But I think as long as he works work on what um, he does best, um, I think that will help him even more. You know. Um, for the stuff that he doesn't really do good, I mean, he still can work on it. Um, we all we all have you know that that uh, little space that we need to always work on something. I mean, we can always improve on something, and and he just need to continue to, to do his thing. I think he's he's a bright spark, and, and he's he's gonna get the experience and gain the, the experience over um, the, the more games he play over the season and. and I think he could really go far in in his career. Um, I'm excited to see, you know, um, his future. Uh, I love how he plays. Uh, and I mean, I've always wanted for the young guys to, to, you know, just keep their heads on their bodies and 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 do what they have to do. Don't stray from their task and 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 what they're here to do. Awesome, O'Neill. Thanks for your time. We appreciate it. That's all we have for today. Thank you. Thanks everyone for taking the time to join. We'll send around the 